Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hey, look, without any further ado, I want to bring my partner in crime, Cal Curley, into the conversation. Two things I want to talk about. One is I checked some numbers on the Coast View site this morning. I want to share those and get Cal's reaction to this. And then secondly, he's fresh back from Jacksonville. I want to just talk real quick about the Saints game. But before we go any further, let me just say hello, Cal. How are you doing, buddy? Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Dan did a good job in in, in your stead. Um, I trust that your trip back was incredible. But before we talk about the Saints game, let me share this. I went and looked at some numbers this morning on Coastview. This is the interaction that's happening with Coastview on Facebook. And reactions were up 331%. Comments are up 400%. Shares are up 500%. Clicks up 125%. And, you know, you know the, the number of photo views is up 11 point, well, 11,600. <laughs> well, the engagement is what's important. People are engaging in Coastview and, you know, the radio numbers continue to be good. But, you know, it's great to get positive feedback from people, isn't it, Kyle? It is. You just throw a topic out and let them decide for themselves. You give them the best information possible and let everyone have a voice and do it in a civilized way is what it's all about. It really is. And, you know, we're not a political show. We don't. We don't talk about the political situation. We talk about, in fact, we if we do talk about anything as it relates to that, is how divided our world is these days and the role social media has played in that. But we, you know, as it relates to issues, we'll dive in on issues from time to time. But most of the time, we're just celebrating what makes coastal Mississippi such a great place. And I'm, I'm privileged to have you as a partner on that journey, buddy. I appreciate it. It's been fun. It's, it's a great ride so far. Well, you're back from Jacksonville. Did you have fun, buddy? Yes, that was a very long two, three days. Um, you know, I forgot what the whole travel thing was like in, uh, you know, the post 9-11 world. It celebrated the 20 year, not really celebrated, but it was yeah. the anniversary. And, yeah. you know, going through airports and stuff is it, it's a it's a it's an ordeal. <laughs> it is. And the pandemic doesn't make it any easier. That's for sure. No, you know, I, I really find the whole just the pandemic aspect of it kind of funny is, you know, they're all worried about masks and six feet apart. But once you're inside of a tube, I mean, you're packing 85 people into a plane. It's, I know. It, I it's know. one of those things that you just kind of think it's it's whatever. <laughs> I saw that Sean Payton gave a game ball to all the people involved in, you know, the administration, the the people who are involved in the logistics. Uh, I mean, just we'll talk more. We'll actually we're going to have the athletic director from Gulfport in the second half. We'll talk a little bit more about the game itself. But it's uh, what you got to see was a well-oiled machine playing the music there in Jacksonville during the game, didn't you? Yes, it was. You know, what we tried to do was exactly what Sean was saying: was trying to take all of the distractions away and not give them an opportunity for an out. We made it as much of a home game as we possibly could without the roof and without the turf. It was natural grass, but on each end zone, you had Saints painted on it. You had the Florida Lee at 50-yard line. And everything about it from the time the doors open until the game was over with was a Saints home game. We had 
the majority of our game day staff, you know, when I walked in on Saturday, it was just a handful of us. And then when I walked in Sunday game day, there were more people than I thought were actually coming all from down at the video side. And it's honestly people I only see when we go eat dinner because they're in a different room. But, you know, in Jacksonville, we were all in the same room and everybody, the only learning curve was what do we call our, say, X spider or gold or silver versus what they call it in Jacksonville. That was the biggest learning curve. And I kind of was going into it, you know, a little timid at first, but once the uh, first kickoff started and, you know, my part is to watch the play clock. We can't have anything in the PA after 20 seconds on the play clock. And no matter what, I found myself kind of really throwing my voice out there when we got close to it. And I wasn't involved in playing the music if it was coming from a different element, because I don't know what the sound guy he does. I don't know if he's waiting for somebody else, but I just started yelling like it was my own room. And (laughs) that point on, it was like, yep, this is a home game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll talk more about the game here in just a second, but I'm glad you made it back safely and look forward to hearing a little bit more. We'll we'll see you after the, after the, after the uh, end of second second. But let me move on now to my guest today, who's the mayor of the city of Gautier. He's he's got actually a great history as it relates to the city. But let me uh, say good morning to Casey Vaughn. How are you doing, Casey? Good morning, Ricky. How are you? I'm doing great. I've been really looking forward to having you on the show. We're going to talk about some of the issues that you're facing. But man, love for Gautier goes a long way back in your family, doesn't it? It does. Um, The city being um, named after my great-great-grandfather, Fernando Upton Gauthier, it's part of my family heritage, and it's an honor to be able to represent my family, who the city's named after. Well, I've been, I've been, it's it's always interesting to get to know someone better. There are a lot of new mayors all along the coast, as you well know. Uh, You've got a really good crop of them now in Jackson County, and, uh, you know, I've had the the honor of, of, uh, talking to all of them and keeping keeping up with what's happening but uh but you got to be thrilled that you've got a, a a bunch of fellow mayors in your in your in your border cities who are just good people they had a lot of success in their life like you did i mean you were a lawyer and you had this opportunity to come back and uh and make a difference in the community it's pretty cool huh well, and you know, I'm not a lawyer. I'm a paralegal at a law firm that I've worked at for over 25 years. So um, didn't want to go to law school, but I'm honored to work with a wonderful group of attorneys here. Yeah, I've, you know, it's interesting. You said you worked at that law firm and it didn't say on the bio that you were a lawyer. I just, in my mind, I just jumped. I took a leap of faith on that. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, you've got, you've you know, you've had a long career and uh, you've worked with a terrific law firm at Compass, Compass Hunter and McCormick. And, um, you know, you find yourself in a great position where you've, uh, you know, you're, you're, you didn't do it for the salary. You do it because you wanted to give back to the community. That is correct. You know, the salary is nothing. It don't even pay for your monthly gas bill um, to do city business. So you actually do it because you want to give back to the community and you want it to be the best. Um, And, you know, in Goche, it's sort of unique because we used to have many things that we don't have today um, when I was growing up that we really want to be able to bring that kind of stuff back to the citizens of Goche, and we are really, I mean, it is an 
thrill to be a part of it and we're at our peak um at the beginning of all that development i feel and it's just an honor to be a part of it and continue to be a voice for the young youth in our community not just the um older citizens the senior citizens um they're wonderful and we've I fought for amenities for them. I just think we need to cater to all residents of Goche, not one particular group. You know what's interesting? When you talk about, and I do all the time, the collection of communities that make up coastal Mississippi, people tend to think of Pascagoula and Ocean Springs and you know Long Beach and Pasco Shannon, Bay St. Louis. They don't always mention Moss Point, which, you know, and I'll come back to Goche in just a second, but they don't come back... They don't mention Moss Point, which if you think about strategic location of Moss Point and the the riverfront and the opportunities it had, you know, people thought of Moss Point sort of being this, you know, the where the where the uh, uh, paper mill used to be, and you could smell all that. But that's long; those days are long gone, and the opportunities for them as sort of this corridor coming from Mobile is incredible. People don't tend to think of this young city in Gauche, where you have this incredible. I mean, the beauty of of the land that you have, and the and the views that you have, the riverfronts, and all the stuff that happens there. You know, this this opportunity and this new economy for young people to come there and live, who work maybe at Ingalls and the, the surrounding industries or work over in Harrison County or wherever, Gauthier's opportunities as a, as a thriving city are pretty significant, aren't they? Um, they are. We have a lot of natural resources, I feel, that are sometimes under-promoted, um, and that is our goal is to start promoting because just like you said in Moss Point, um, they have a lot of nature um, to promote. We both have I-10 corridors. Um, that are beneficial and are the gateway to Jackson County. You cannot get to Pascagoula um, without going through Moss Point or Goche. So if you are employed at Chevron or the shipyard, you come through one of um, the sister cities to Pascagoula. So we are fortunate. We have a lot of natural resources. And one of our gems um, that we underpromote also is Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. Um, they are a big economic development driver here in our city. Yeah, I know they are, and I talk about them all the time. We have great leadership to begin with. I'm a product of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. You're a product of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. They're, they're I mean, look, first of all, the community college system in Mississippi is one of the strongest in the United States. And then Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College within that realm is often number one. So what that means is that Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College in Mississippi, and particularly here in coastal Mississippi, are some of the leading educational facilities in the United States. What they're doing with helping with education, what they're doing with helping people go to further their education at university, what they're doing as it relates to job training is really critical. When we come back, we'll continue that part of the conversation with the mayor of Gaucher, Casey Vaughn. We'll see you after this break. Thank you. View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I 10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Koshy. You know, Casey, I've got Casey Vaughn, incidentally, the mayor of Goshi is with us today. What I what I've noticed is that in every single case of the current crop of mayors we have here along coastal Mississippi, you find in their resume tremendous effort to give back to the community. They just are focused on giving back to the community. In your case, it's Rotary, it's Civitan, you've been involved in Heartwalk, and you know, any number of things I'm sure that aren't even listed on your on your sheet. But you've always believed that giving back to the community was important, haven't didn't you? I have. I feel like that's what makes a community. Volunteerism, your community is not a community if you do not have volunteerism and give back to those organizations. And you don't really have to be a part of all of them. If you just pick, I encourage citizens to pick one nonprofit to get involved with because that's what makes a community strong um, and makes you be able to have those type of community events. The city cannot put on anything without some of those nonprofits supporting them. I, I can't agree more. And what a great place to learn about what make what it takes to make a community tick. The people you get to associate with and and be able to learn from them. I, you know, you can't say enough good things about that. So, you know, as you uh, as you do your work, you've got a terrific city manager to work with. Tell me about Paula. She's phenomenal. Um, I would say she's one of our biggest assets. When um, we hired her, we knew we were getting a wonderful person that was um, educated, knew the government side of how to run the day-to-day operations of the city. Uh, not only is she our city manager, she is, you know, a, an attorney. So we sort of get, even though she don't play the attorney role, it really helps on the legal issues with the staff and it relieves the attorney from having to do as much work sometimes also having her there. But her connections that she has in Washington and Jackson has really been an asset and that is how we're able to get a lot of the things done in Goche currently. I, I should have mentioned Paula Yancey. Paula Yancey, he's the city manager there in Goshe. So you guys are focused, as all the mayors along coast of Mississippi are focused on an infrastructure plan. That's that's super critical. And there are some exciting things happening as well over at the Singer River Mall pop, uh, property. So we have, you know, your infrastructure is not always sexy, but it is literally, it is, if you're talking about greasing the skids for future development, you better be focused on it. Isn't that true? That is correct. Um, infrastructure, as I you said, is not sexy, and that's sort of how I use it. I talk about it and tell people up front, but we have aging infrastructure in Gocho that have been neglected for years. So we are able to do a new water tower, which is well needed to help with our economic development growth. When Paula came, we were in a moratorium, and now we're not. She helped get us out of that immediately so we can continue to build residential and economic development um, businesses in Goche time onto the system. So the mall property, as you know, will be booming, and we will all need that infrastructure in place to handle the development there and it will be ready to go. I think we're just fortunate to as recently to get some federal funding to help and also state funding in those issues to repair sewage lines, uh, a new water tank and all that in the city of Gocha. 
So that, man, that's if you think about the strategic location of the old Singing River Mall. I mean, what a what an incredible strategic location. The opportunities there are tremendous. If you if you had to say, you know, ten years from now, someone's looking over there. What are they going to see? What what what's the vision for that once it's all said and done? As I call it, the elephant. Um, so talking about the elephant that we don't own yet. We don't own the elephant, but hopefully by October the 1st, we will close. And the envision is we will then start marketing the um, property. I envision it to be a mixed use, like a town center that we don't currently have a downtown feel. So it will be like a mixed use development that will have some retail, some entertainment, some youth that have the amphitheater, of course, is already being constructed in the northern part of the property to help spur the economic development on the Singing River Mall property. Incredible opportunity there, man. I mean, look, I'm a big proponent of mixed use. I think that, you, that if you think about the new economy, which I talk about a lot, the young people, these are people who actually work in coastal Mississippi and they want to sort of live, work, and play in an area that's very similar. They don't want to have to drive long distances. So they're, they're very attracted to mixed use. And for people who forget what that is, this could be – there are a lot of different gyrations. But just think of maybe a restaurant or some kind of uh, uh, you know, uh, commercial development down below. And up, up above, you have apartments or condominiums or whatever it might be. All over the city of Pascagoula, you're seeing small developments that are, that are occurring all downtown. I had the opportunity not long ago to go over with Paige Roberts and take a look at that. But you're seeing a big discussion about that now. The other thing is that in the pandemic, there's this remote uh, working opportunity now and especially in the tech area there are a lot of jobs today that are you can you can work for a company let's say you work for uh, amazon in seattle but you work out of biloxi because you can because technology allows you to do that and young people will then start to pick the community they want to live based on the quality of life that they can achieve and you know the kind of thing that you guys are thinking about there in goshe will will help you reach that goal won't it Yes, it will. And it'll also partner and tie into the college. You know, MGCCC Jackson County Campus does not have any housing right now. So it will be able to include possibly a partnership with them to have some housing available to those students at MGCCC. Yeah, like I was saying when we went to a break a few minutes ago, Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is in what an incredible a partner to have. The work that they're doing in, in workforce development with Ingalls and other companies is just unbelievable. They listen. They listen to the business community. They understand the role they can play in economic development here in coastal Mississippi, really in South Mississippi. And frankly, they're always open. They can turn on the dime. They, they're always open to what the latest thinking is, and they can make adjustments based on that. But, you know, for people who have not been to that campus, it's, it's a pretty significant campus, isn't it, Casey? It's a beautiful campus, and they continue to grow. You know, the STEM building that they just recently done is another asset, and they just have so much growth that I think they're going to continue to do. Now you can attend there and get a four-year degree um, is just phenomenal. When I was going to school they had there, it was a two plus two program. Well, now it's not two plus two. You can get it all right there at MGCCC. So 
students should take advantage of that. And I think we need to really encourage not only the young adults, but older adults that might want to go back. They could accomplish what they would like there, right in Goche. Well, Mary Graham, who is the president of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, she and I have been friends for a bunch of years, and she's been on the show many times. What impresses me about her and her team is they're always focused on developing the latest iteration of their strategic plan. They're really focused on the future, how how Gulf Coast Community College can serve this community in, in way more ways than one. I mean, it's incredible. And it's a living strategic plan, so they're constantly making adjustments to it. Very, very, very smart about the approach they take. And you're lucky to have one of their main campuses right there in your backyard. And the opportunity, you're right. I mean, I didn't think too much about this, but literally across the street would be this incredible development that would be part of you know the old Singing River Mall property. It is, it is incredibly well located, isn't it? It is, and it will all be tied together, you know, with the sidewalks and everything. It will tie in to MGCCC right there in that corridor. Everything yeah. will be a downtown feel. So to feel like you're on a real four-year college campus eventually um, right there in Goche, hopefully. Yeah. So, okay. So let me, let's come back to you for a second. You're settling into your role. How often do you wake up and say, well, I'm, I'm actually the mayor of the city. How, 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 tell me about that. Well, being a councilman for eight years, I feel like, and I already represented more than more three. I already, I always helped anybody who reached out to me. So it sort of feels like I was a councilman, but now I just preside over the meeting and attend a few more meetings. But it's an honor and a privilege to be the person who is able to accept the awards, present the awards, and be all their voice and communicate with the board. And when I wake up every morning, I just pray for the, our city employees, especially right now during the pandemic. We have a lot out from either some have COVID, some have exposure. And I just want our city to bloom. You know, we are at a, I call it, it's our time. And it's our time to show off. And we should be proud of what we have accomplished and what we have going forward. Well, I, I know you are, I know you are. Um, <clears throat> there are so many opportunities for that, that wonderful city. And I'll keep it, I'll make sure it stays part of the conversation. And we'll we'll have you back time and time again, Casey. I really appreciate you spending some time with me this morning. Thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. This is the mayor of the city of Gauthier, Casey Vaughn. And uh, we'll be back to him in a month or so. Just check in and see how things are going. Take care. When we come back, we have a special guest, the uh, athletic director for the city of Gulfport. We'll see you after this. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.